Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into a new edition of the Wishbone Shotgun Podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network. I'm Mike Griffin, joined as always by Noah Trumbly, Tom Russo, Adam Reader. Gentlemen, how we doing? Good. Doing well today. All right, good. We're just going to dive into free agency and big stuff. That is going to be the premise of tonight. If there's time, we might continue on from Noah's game from the prior episode that we recorded but but let's just dive into free agency and we'll start with Noah's favorite football player in Aaron Rodgers who said last week on the Pat McAfee show shout out Pat McAfee show that he intends to play for the New York Jets this season the Jets and Packers have not come to an agreement yet on a trade the other part of this, which I do want to get into as well, was Rogers before he went on his darkness retreat, <laughs> had said he was leaning more towards retirement. So, Tom, as the resident Jet fan, your opinion here? Well, I'll say this. The Jets seemed like they were going all in to try to land Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback for the next few years. They even went out and gave Alan Lazard this four-year, $44 million contract when they, you know, obviously I don't think they would be doing this unless they really were convinced that Aaron Rodgers was going to play quarterback for them next year. So that makes me feel like it's safe. It's a done deal. But also, you got to remember this is Aaron Rodgers, and he's been a little off the rails and unpredictable over the past few years. So if he randomly says, oh, yeah, I don't I don't want to play anymore. I'm going to retire. Like, I feel like that could happen. I feel like we don't know what's going on in these negotiations either between the Jets and Packers because, you know, they, they are both in interesting spots. I feel like these teams where the Jets kind of like have almost no options at this point. I mean, they have options, but they have no good options if they don't get Aaron Rodgers. And the Packers, it seems like they are ready to move on. They want to go with Jordan Love, and they want to get as much capital as they can from the Jets, and rightfully so. Even though Aaron Rodgers is 39-40, they're still going to get some picks. The compensation, I think, is an interesting topic because what is he worth exactly? I mean, as a Jets fan, I don't want to give up a first-round pick for a guy that's 39. But I think it's a bad idea. But, hey, we're at the point where you have to do it no matter what, I think. So – Let's hope it's more like a second and a third, which is what I think I think is honestly fair. I don't know if the Packers are going to drag this on to try to get more, though. And would another team just randomly swoop in? That's another question, but I doubt it. So, what do you so guys- I want to follow up with you. Sorry for interrupting you there, Adam. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to give up the first, like you said, but the price from what everyone has read and said is the Packers would like a first, would you pivot maybe to maybe talking about at least offer sheeting Lamar or is that going to be off the table? I mean, I definitely would think it should be on the table, but I feel like there's so many unknowns with what's going on with him. Is it even possible? Maybe they feel like they don't even have a shot and that's why they went so hard after Rodgers. Cause let's be honest. I mean, I would rather have Lamar. Uh, I'd rather have Lamar Jackson right now than Aaron Rodgers. And you could have had Lamar Rodgers if you wanted yeah. to. And I Lamar Rodgers. <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean? So I would rather have uh, Lamar Jackson. And they clearly, I think, just think they don't have a shot or it's not worth their time right now. I think that's what the situation is. 
Yeah, I, I just wanted to piggyback on what something you said because you said like, oh well, the Jets are at the point where they feel like they have to do something and they have to make this work. But when some, this came, this comment came up during McAfee's show about like, oh, McAfee even said himself, he's like, well, it seems like with all this happening, the Packers have no leverage; they have to do this. And I'm and I'm I'm th- I'm saying the other way. I'm like, honestly, the Jets have no leverage right now. The other free agent quarterbacks are gone. The other the other guys to trade for are pretty much gone like like you can have a you can trade a a big price for some guy that's that we didn't we wouldn't know is available the second or whatever like if you're gonna go get a Kirk Cousins or something that's possible but it's gonna be a big price at this point in the game because there's no better options out there so like think about the Stafford price I mean yeah right yeah so so like like the fact that they were like oh well well the the, the Packers have no leverage now. I I, I was like, I, I think they don't care. They can sit on this until until it happens. Until they I get. Think that's why it hasn't game. happened yet. Yeah, probably. Probably because <clears throat> the worst thing that's going to happen is is he says he wants to retire. They don't have to pay him, and then he walks away anyway. And they just don't yeah. get compensation for it. Like they actually they control this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a very odd situation, and I just have to go off for a second on Aaron Rodgers because I, I my my disdain for this guy just grows more and more by the day. First he is out there saying, well debatably I'm one of the best players in franchise history. You're on the Packers, dude. You've had a lot of legendary players there. So calm down for a second. Is how big is this ego on this dude? And then he sends a List of demands that must be met to the Jets in order to to get him to go there. Like you said, Tom, they had to give Alan Lazard a four-year, $44 million contract. Are you in – what? Alan Lazard, really? Really? isn't it isn't it hilarious that I thought was really funny the point that was going around was 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 like he's his his complaint this whole time on the Packers is he's been playing with scraps. And now he's like he's like, well. I go to the Jets, but like I want my scraps. <laughs> yeah, I want, I want my scraps still. Like it's funny, like he has Stockholm him. syndrome. He's so used to Mercedes Lewis, he has to have them. Like just it's give him like, up, dude. Yeah, you, you need to go get Al Lazard. You need to go get Odell. You need to push for Cobb. You need to do this. You need to do that. I just honestly, Tom, if I were you, if I was Jeff fan, I'd be like, I don't want Aaron Rodgers anywhere near my team right now because he is such a toxic in the locker room. This, I will this is ridiculous. Say, it's just. I, I agree, but he did push back a lot on that on the show where he was saying, I did not give a list of demands. So that's what he claims. We don't really know the truth, but he was like, that's false. That's a fake report. Yeah, at this point, Tom, I don't get Al Lazard, though. He's a pathological liar at this point. My my favorite thing is to text to Adam Schefter to lose my number. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Why are guys getting so pissed off about guys breaking news? Like, that's their job. Well, he, he said something like that, and then he was like, and then he was like, "Well, are they going to ask me if I like Aaron Lazard?" And I said, "Yeah, he's a great guy." And I'm just like, "Well, isn't that you kind of saying I want him?" Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't mind the Jets asking Aaron Rodgers, "Hey, by the way, you're going to be our quarterback. Who who should we target? You know, you're you're a Hall of Fame quarterback. We want your advice." I get that. If he did send the list of demands, I, I mean, it's almost like he's trampling on the Jets because they're like the poor person, like asking for money. Like, hey, we haven't yeah. done anything in 50 years. 
And he's just like saying, oh, like, yeah, all right, I'll yeah. maybe associate it's, with you, but like, it's you just do this, it's, that. To the Jets, but I think this whole thing is like a, like, he doesn't really care where he's landing. He just is like, wants to get away for one second before he retires. And he's like, he was like, this is the way, like, they're desperate. They'll do whatever I say. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> the ego on this guy just pisses me off. Like, it's one thing to be confident in yourself. It's not to be like, I'm the best player in Packers. I'm one of the best players in Packers history. On this, I'm worth all this demand. Huh? Blah, 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 blah. It's like, go back to your darkest retreat and just stay there, dude. It's just like it, it's kind of like how how Watson wound up in Cleveland of, of like of like like you kind of took advantage of of the the most desperate person you could possibly yeah. find. Yeah, it, it's just opposite because like on the we know that Rodgers is not the, a bad guy really. He's just he's just kind of an outspoken jerk sometimes. Whereas like it's the opposite of Watson where it was like oh we kind of thought this guy was an angel and then, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> to me, uh, I will say for the record, I'd rather have Rodgers than Watson. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously. But, <laughs> but to, to <laughs> me, the, the things that reign a little bit differently is one, Tom, I, I agree with your point. Like this could play out so much to another team coming in and swooping in and talking the Packers up saying, hey, can we talk to Aaron about potentially playing for us if this deal doesn't get done soon and then the Jets are left out? Right, the Titans. Like the Titans. At what, the, what the point? Titans. Um, you know, you know, I would have been more curious about the Dolphins, but I don't think that'll happen. I still think San Fran's an option. Maybe. I don't know. I just, uh, I, I just, I just wanted to bring up the Titans too because, like, like I wanted to ask Tom, like, at what point are you so frustrated and you don't want to spend, let's say, the price is a first and a second or something like that, and you got to and you got to give them this crazy contract, sixty million guaranteed this year, or whatever. Like, at what point do you just be like, oh, well, I think we're gonna be, like, we already won freaking 10, 11 games last year, whatever the Jets won. Like, well, aren't we gonna be better with Tannehill already if we just do that? Well, I think the Jets would be all right with Tannehill. I don't know what the ceiling would be. I, I do feel like the, they went all in on Aaron Rodgers for a reason. And I have said from the beginning that I'm okay with the front office going all in on him. The other guy I was, I did really kind of could see on the Jets and I liked was Derek Carr, but he kind of went quick. I mean, the Jets either were caught napping and I don't trust the Jets front office at all. That's also why I bring up the idea that another team might swoop in. The Jets could fumble the bag here. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has openly said he wants to play for the Jets, but Aaron Rodgers has said a lot of things. The Jets might not want to pay up. I mean, I'm at the point as a desperate fan where I just want to pay up, but again, I don't want to give up a first. It's going to hurt me to do that. I mean, who knows with the Jets? The Jets, if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, God forbid, or they could easily go 8-9 with Aaron Rodgers. It could happen. The defense doesn't live up to last year's expectations. And not only that, Tom, is like if Aaron Rodgers somehow doesn't play for the Jets, you're now stuck in this Alan Lazard contract that they probably didn't even want. They definitely didn't want it because they had Corey Davis for the same price, and now they're going to cut him. To me, they're like the same player, yeah. but they probably wouldn't have gone after Lazard and given him this crazy contract unless they were like 90% sure Aaron Rodgers was going to be their quarterback. So I'm yeah. worried about that 10%, and anything can happen with the with this thing. But hopefully they just reach a deal. It sounds like the Packers are in no rush, like like Adam alluded to, and they're going to drag this out. And every waking and they, day they're going to try to get something better. And they shouldn't be in a rush. Remember, I know it's a different group, but they dealt with this already, and his name was Brett Favre. 
Yeah. Yeah. So th- this is a, the exact situation with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. It literally is the, the same. The situation. one other thing I want to say on this, and then we can move on, is Rodgers says he was leaning towards retirement for his darkness retreat. I don't believe that because I don't think he, he wanted to share a spotlight in Canton with Tom Brady. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't don't buy that for one second that they that he was considering retirement. Right, right. I, yeah. I think he wanted to know what spot he can go to, and he probably called up most of these teams to see where he could fit in, and whatever teams told him was what it was. But I remember the Jets treated him like royalty. They flew out there and like in the middle of the night to meet Aaron Rodgers, and you got to think a guy like him probably loved that. Like, oh yes, like please, come oh to yes, come mansion. come to me, feed my ego. Come so the Jets were in the – they had their foot in the door right away, and I that's what I think also helped me to click where he's like, okay, you know what, I probably could play you here and we might actually be good. I mean, listen, coming to the AFC is no picnic. I mean, the Bills are still going to be favored to win this division. The Jets are probably what going to be predicted to finish third well, or second that, if they get on August. That's the other funny thing, Tom, is that someone was – I was talking to someone earlier today – and he's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers could bring the Jets to the AFC 10 game and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, really? You're talking about an AFC with the Chiefs, the Bills, the um, the Dolphins, the yeah. Bengals. I mean, if Lamar stays with the Ravens. It's yeah, no, Steelers Ravens going to be better. If he stayed in the NFC, is, is I mean, he's probably still the best quarterback in the NFC. Like, yeah. <laughs> if he leaves, if, if he leaves, he's like the fifth best quarterback in the AFC. I mean, Adam, the only guy I would say right now who's the who only who could like play him or like could top him as best quarterback in the NFC would probably be Hurts. Probably. Yeah. 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 And uh, so we'll, we'll see. But also, I want to hit on one last thing. Sure. I last do word. actually, I'm not just saying this because Aaron Rodgers might be a Jet. I do think he is the best Packers player of all time. I mean, who else? Who else it's, had such an elite career? It's number Favre. Favre threw like five thousand interceptions. I think Bart the, Star. You, Bart Star <laughs> was great. Yeah, I mean, was wasn't a, long a player, time. but you can always you can always go with Lombardi. Yeah, Lombardi's mm. the face of the Packers. Um, you got I a mean, lot of you've got a lot he, of good players in those. I, years. I'm not saying to dispute this to dispute it. I'm just saying you can make the case. Oh, for yeah. some of these other guys. It's hard. Very hard. He's definitely on the on the Mount Rushmore. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, he's on the Mount Rushmore, but best like, all time. Mm. They should have won more Super Bowls, but he kind of choked, and the teams had bad playoffs. That's the thing is that he has choked a lot. Like that's the he one gets thing. A lot of, uh, forgiveness for his chokes, but the Packers should have won multiple Super Bowls with Aaron Rodgers. He was. Oh that yeah, I mean oh. they should have never they should have never blown that lead to the Seahawks. Yeah, they should have beaten the <laughs> Niners. It's almost like the Peyton Colts. Like, they only won one Super Bowl also, but Peyton did end up getting another when he went yeah. to another team. So let's keep well, our fingers. But he at least won to a set. That's the thing, yeah. is that Peyton at least went to a second Super Bowl. Rodgers has only been to the one Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. It's so, crazy. We'll, we'll see what happens with Rodgers, the Jets, the Packers. Ian Rappaport said the other day this could take up until the draft. So, Oh, my God. Yep, so that's why we don't want to talk about it too so much. Tom's going to be on Aaron Rodgers' watch for the next month. I certainly am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's not the only deal we could talk. we're going to talk about. But we are going to transition to the draft because we talk a lot about the first overall pick, which the oh. Chicago Bears have traded. 
highway. Not to the Colts, not to the Texans, not to the Jets, but to the Carolina Panthers for the ninth overall pick, the 61st overall pick, a 2024 first-round pick, a 2025 second-round pick, and wide receiver DJ Moore. Awesome for the – it's just like oh. – for the Bears. This, this is highway robbery by the Bears. Highway robbery. Job. Unless the Panthers hit a home run. And I just it's unless be Bryce Young becomes a multi multi anymore. I, I think it's people really trended to Richardson and Stroud for the for them. If it's Richardson, that's crazy. the biggest mistake ever. It's really I'm not buying Richardson. But anyway, but back to this deal. Um Panthers, whatever, they're gonna get their franchise quarterback. So I guess you say, you know, there there is that upside. But look at what you gave up and look at what the Bears got. You've got you you only move back to nine. It's not like you're moving back down like 22 spots. You're moving nine spots back. You get another second round pick this year, another first round pick next year, and another second round pick next year. And I think we all figured, oh, it's gonna cost around that. But then you throw DJ Moore, who's a top 20 wide receiver on top of it. Suddenly like the Bears receiving core. I, I suddenly think they have a lot. Of, and I mean, we're going to talk, but they had a great couple weeks. Like, when, you, when you've got – when Claypool is your number three. Yeah. That's when you know you're good. You've got DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, who had a really decent season last year, and Chase Claypool. Man, the Bears have gone from like bottom of the – seller to they could be honestly they could be fighting for the NFC North title next year. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, I think it's it's really interesting. I just like I'm I'm kind of scared to death on who what quarterback the Panthers are going to pick and whether this is going to be worth it because there's a lot of different ways this could go. I could be I mean, the like, like, look at look at historically teams that have traded up for for number one really early on. You look at the Rams with Goff, and you look at you look at um, the RG three trade for Washington. You look, um, you look at Wentz for the Eagles, and I mean, those are, I, I just pulled three kind of failed examples, but you get my point. That it's just risky when you're 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 throwing a um, just throwing in a dartboard and. You got the you got the best start. You, you got the first position to, to try it yourself. But I mean, there might be three good quarterbacks in this. There might be one. There might be none. Yeah. Well, and the, and the funny thing, Adam, is to go off your point is you're talking about bringing this guy in. You just gave away what would have potentially been his best weapon. Yeah, they kind of got to rebuild a little bit. They did bring in Thielen this week. So, like, it's, it's I don't know. It, it's not the worst, like, situation. They got a better coach than they had in there before. And we we all pretty much in agreement that, like, we generally liked the way their roster was structured. They're just not really there yet. And they had terrible coaching the last couple of years. Yeah. But to just trade DJ Moore like that, it's like, man, like, you put Shroud with Moore. It's like, oh, my God, it could be great. But now he's with the Bears. Yeah. This is the price you pay to move up. Yeah, like yeah. I I'm not a fan of it for the Panthers, but hey, they could get if you get your franchise quarterback in four years from now. We'll be talking about how it didn't matter, and uh, they did the right thing. I just it's been hard to trust the franchises of late, especially when it comes to quarterbacks since Cam Newton, basically. And uh, I I really would not have done this deal if I was in the Panthers front office. I would maybe have tried to find my quarterback and through uh, means where I didn't have to give up a DJ Moore and saw those picks. But 
Hey, there is a price. There is a market, and moving up is not cheap. I mean, the Jets moved up to get Sam Darnold, and they gave up a lot of stuff to the Colts for that. And the Colts are probably very happy that they did that trade. So I think it's going to end up like that again. And the Bears get a nice little boost in their rebuild uh, with all these picks now and adding DJ Moore. As far as the Bears competing for the division, it's going to be tough. I, I like in the Lions, but uh, they're definitely going to be way better than last year, I would say, just because, you know, they're going to grow. And uh, I'm looking forward to watching them, I will say. Last year, like, if a Bears game was on, I'd be like, oh, that's terrible. This year, it's like, all right, I kind of want to see. I'm a little more intrigued. I mean, honestly, Tom, I mean, I, I, am I crazy to think that they could almost be like this, how this year's Eagles were? They just they click and they just take oh. off. Oh, not, not not to the extent of the Eagles, but in the same line of like Fields takes a massive step forward. The world of, of you you you're giving him more weapons. The way that AJ Brown got went to Hertz, you're yep. you're, saying, you're saying this guy was a project. Generally, will be showing really good flash. He needs to step up and become a franchise quarterback that we're going to be confident in paying. And Hertz did that this year. And guys have gotten paid and not really done that, but other and other guys really vault to the next level. Like Tua had a great year, and then when Allen got digs, he had a great year. And th- those are those step ups that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. They also got a uh, Dante Foreman. It wasn't that bad last year as a running back. It might be a sneaky good signing at running back. I like yeah. Khalil Herbert. And they also have Cole Komet at tight end, who's played pretty well over the past couple. And they got of a years. really, they got a really good defensive signing. They get Terrell, they get Edmonds from the Bills. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, willing to say they won't you're be get your pick of maybe best <laughs> offensive lineman available, or if they want to go to the defensive side. We, we're talking about from a Panther perspective, which way they go. And to me, there's no way you could take Anthony Richardson. I think it has to be Stroud or Young. Has to be. Yeah, I, I think the Richardson pick would be so risky. You got it. You, you just don't know. Yeah. But I feel I, like I, you could have, you didn't have to go to one to get Richardson if that was the plan. I don't think. That's yeah, no, the thing. You, you didn't have to go to one. Three. The thing is, is a, it, it's like, look at the last couple of years of drafts and like, like the guy that we've like thought was like the sneaky pick to go to one has been like, I mean, pretty much biggest boomer bust level person. And and like, I don't know, they, they're not usually the number one pick. And in mm-hmm. like Cleveland was an outlier because they took Baker and like no one expected it ahead of the draft. But like, you're usually talking about these project guys like the Trey Lance. The Trey Lance was the third quarterback taken. Mm-hmm. Huh. And you had people saying Mac Jones was going to be the number one pick, and or, or not even the number one, but like the number three at some point. So like he yeah. would that was price. So it's just I don't know. Like like there's a reason why Josh Allen didn't go number one in that draft because they yeah. were guys supposedly safer. Like, and there was something a couple of weeks ago that Frank Reich and ownership were not on the same page of who they were going to take as of yet. Obviously, there's still time, yeah. but you you trained all of this. You better figure it out quick. Oh yeah, because that player, whoever it is, everyone's gonna have their eyes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's gonna be Young or Stroud unless something drastic happens. So it's just pick who you want and go for it. And let me tell you something: if it's if it's Richardson in Carolina, that is going to change my outlook. Because going into this, the biggest loser of this deal is the Colts. Because now you're probably pretty much out on Young and Stroud. 
uh-huh. which means you should pivot to something else that I do want to talk about. You think that the fact that they brought in Andy Dalton probably to maybe be the guy is 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 a sense of like they might take more of the project angle than the than this. Right no, now. because I I think no matter who you're bringing in, Andy Dalton's a good guy for that quarterback to learn from. Mm. So it could be. That's why I don't think it's Richardson. I know people are talking that up, but to me, Andy Dalton speaks to more of the pocket passer, and that's really C.J. Stroud. Yeah. That, that, that's where I, I would lean. So we'll see what they do there, but love yeah. it for the Bears and believing in Justin Fields for this year. Mm. Yeah. Great. Everything you wanted to see. Yeah. So – now, let, let, let's just dive into the rest of the quarterback market. We talked about Andy Dalton in Carolina, but Jimmy Garoppolo goes to Vegas. Yeah, I like it. Um, It's it's fine. I, I don't know if it's a big upgrade over Carr at all or, or at all, but I think it's, it's obviously somebody that McDaniels is going to mesh with a little more. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I think, McDa- I think Garoppolo and Derek Carr are the same guy. I mean, I'm not going to argue one's even better than the other. But, yeah, but, I mean, but yeah. I think, but I think you go for the familiarity of of McDaniel's and and Garoppolo. I think that's big. Everyone's a little happier. I mean, Car Car might Car's probably going to have a better year this year than he did last year, and and Garoppolo is playing and he's on a backup or injured, so he's yeah. he's yeah that uh, Sam Darnold went to the San Francisco 49ers. Which is Which really, I really it. like it. I like he, it too. I like, I, I like it in a, in a weird way of like he really might play. It. He's better than Josh Johnson if he has to play. Yeah, so it's like you need him for like four or five. You need him for like five six weeks. Then Purdy comes back. There you go. And he doesn't and he'll have finally to win be in a good games. spot. Yeah, he'll finally be in a good spot where he doesn't need to do a lot. And we all know on the Jets he tried to do a lot and he did. The opposite. And wound up seeing ghosts. And they went to Carolina, and that was a been He's been with awful coaches for years now. He yeah. was with, <laughs> with Adam Case, and then he was with um, Matt, Matt Rule. Rule. Oh like, boy! Like oh, what? Like, like think, of, think of that turnaround, Adam. You go from you go from Adam Gase and Matt Rule to Kyle Shanahan. Like that's 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 the ultimate three sixty. Yeah, that's what you want to have happen. You want to get like, okay, well, this is what I look like under a real offense. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you right. think Darnold got the gaze eyes when he said the Niners were calling? Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> Hello, I'll take whatever offer you want. Yeah, I'll do whatever he's from, you ask. He went to college in California, um, so he's a West Coast dude. So. Oh, that, I didn't even think about that. That could be a reason. Maybe he went to the Niners too. Yeah, he's a West Coast kind of guy, so it makes sense. Um, the other one, I, I kind of actually like this. This 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 team was could have been a little more aggressive on the Lamar front, but just wasn't. But Brissett to Washington, I think it's okay. That's not bad. Yeah, no, I, I like that one too. Yeah, he can step nice... up in a big spot if yeah. needed. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted him if the Rodgers thing didn't pan out because honestly, I feel like he'll be so much better than plugging in a Zach Wilson. Like he's just reliable, and he was better than Deshaun Watson with the Browns last year. Literally, I mean, he was he yeah. was the reason they were staying afloat for a while, even in the playoff race. Yeah, yeah. so I'm sad to see him go. <laughs> Chip Chip Kelly finally got um, Mariota to the Eagles. Mariota went to Philly. Finally, guy, yeah, we're still waiting on a Hurts contract, also Philly. Mm-hmm. But they've had to take care of other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Minch 
Minshew to the Colts, which I thought it's fine. They don't have a quarterback. Right. Yeah, that's fine. Um, uh, you know, I, Heineke I, to Atlanta. I don't like that one. I don't like that one, to be honest, because I, I think he, he – I, I don't know what their plan is, but if the plan is to have him be the, the guy to compete with Ritter, I'm just so not excited about it. I'd rather, like yeah. – I would have been a backup or somebody to put in an, a, a legit competition than, mm-hmm. than just – like have them pay for for a vet that like kind of overpay for a vet that could be a backup somewhere. Yeah, they could have done better than that if that was if that was the goal. I think. Um. But yeah, no, there's one, there's been a lot of moves this offseason. I'm trying to remember now. I'm trying to remember them all. Once is I think once is the big quarterback who's yet to come off the board. Outside well, he's not going to come off the board because who's going to who the heck's going to pay Carson Wentz? I think it's got to be. I think it's got to be Arizona. I think it's just got to be Arizona. He's got to – that's a guy that's good enough to – like him or Matt Ryan, somebody like that should go in and be the guy that starts for the 10 games before Kyler's ready. Matt Ryan might just retire because he's going to go to the TV or something. But there's, Although there's, I, I think Matt Ryan uh, – I don't want to say he can still play at a high level. He had moments last year. Yeah, I mean, but me and the, Mike, the big one – the big one is still Lamar, and we're still waiting on that to go down. So I'm making a plea on this show. Yeah. Indy, for the love of God, just give him an offer sheet. Yeah, for seriously. <laughs> I have a tweet from Dav Kleiman on a report that, according to Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk, Lamar is ready to, quote, move on from the Ravens. Told you he wasn't going back there. So, Indy, jump on this. Challenge the Ravens. I don't care if it gives you – you have to give up the fourth overall pick. I don't think Indy's roster is as bad as they played last year. No, no way. You want to become an instant contender again? Lamar and Jonathan Taylor in the same backfield. In an offense that was similar to what Philly ran last year because you hired Philly's OC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All you need to do if you get Lamar is get him a weapon. And I don't care if it's Odell Beckham, DeAndre Hopkins, if it's Tom well, it can be or me. Dallas Clark. Get someone in there to catch the ball. No one guaranteed money, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that, that is something I've wanted to talk about, too, really quick. Is apparently according to that report, Mike. If correct me if I'm wrong, is that Lamar does not want a fully guaranteed contract? Okay, so to to finish off the tweet, another source told him that Lamar does not want a fully guaranteed contract. So, yes, <laughs> I'm guessing because he just wants more money, and that's how he will get it. I think he wants more guaranteed. He doesn't. It doesn't necessarily mean he doesn't want it fully guaranteed. But to, like, if if one uh-huh. con- is one fifty guaranteed. For two hundred million, he and and but and that's a better deal than getting one hundred and twenty fully guaranteed. That's it, hundred. That's what I mean, though. He wants to get more money, but less. But, but instead of a fully guaranteed contract, you get more money and less guaranteed money. There was a, um, I think it was Joe Van, <laughs> um, Rich Eyes, and I thought it was really interesting because he he was saying out of the amount of of quarterbacks coming off of their rookie deal and getting paid. How many do you think don't receive all that money? Like most of, like it, it's the it's the way outlier for somebody to get be twenty five years old and not get 
paid fully on their franchise quarterback contract. It's like mm-hmm. in level of random mm-hmm. and, and you're like, like the, the, he's going to get the money. Yeah. No matter how they like, it. it's just a, it's, I don't know if this is a don't, don't, not having an agent thing that we talked about before, or if it's just a, if it's just a communication thing of like, like he thinks that the league is, is wronging. I, I kind of think it's like, it's like he's on a mission because the league gave out that Watson contract and He's deserving of that too, or more deserving, or whatever. So he wants pretty much the same bark ballpark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, so it's it's interesting situation. Apparently, he's ready to go. Listen, I, if, I, I, if I'm Indy, and that's the only team I'm going to mention, jump on it. Yeah. At least show the offer. Yeah. If you make the offer, and Baltimore says we're not going to, we're not going to do it, then you have a guy who's not Rivers or Matt Ryan nearing the end of their career. Mm-hmm. He's 26 years old. It's, right. It's the whole point of this. It's so expensive because it's like you have to give out one of the biggest contracts ever and you have to give the two first round picks. So it's like, it's like who in, in another world would this be worth for? Worth it for? It's a lot. It's, it's really. I know a it's a lot, but I think for them who never spend the money, I think it's worth it for the Indianapolis well, I think, Colts. I think it really is. It would be worth it for any team that's going to trade for him. But like, I'm not. I'm not confident that that you couldn't ask two firsts of some other quarterbacks around the league and like get get a pretty good. Like, if you ask, like, let's just say as an example, a guy that I don't expect to get traded, but like, if you went to Dallas and said, "Hey, I want, I want to give you two firsts for Dak right now," they they probably might take it. I'd probably I'd do it. I'd say do it. <laughs> Like I'm not sure that that's that's that crazy of a price. Like, like I'm not sure that that's. I don't know. It's just a lot, and it's and you you kind of have to bend to his demands too. And teams don't really want to get into this hot water of the guaranteed contract thing. And but I I kind of have a have a prediction that that all this is going to keep developing, and then like then Hertz is going to get paid, and then. Herbert's going to get paid and then Burrow is going to get like 50 million fully guaranteed every year. And it's just going to like destroy all the talks and all, er, everything that Baltimore had been developing with the like reset the mark again. Wouldn't it be something if since he says, all right, here's the Burrow market, Baltimore, here's what you have to match on Lamar. Cause that's what we're going to pay Joe Burrow. Yeah. yeah. So Wait to see the the other quarterback, and then we can dive into other stuff. Was Baker to Tampa? Yeah, it's fine. I like it. It's just it's, like yeah. a- I liked his quote too. That he said, "I'm not gonna be Tom Brady. I can't be Tom Brady." Yeah, yeah. I'm actually showing some hum, hum, humbleness. Yeah, we got to talk really quick on the worst quarterback signing, and that was Jameis back to the Saints. I, me and Mike both. <laughs> both just hated that i mean there's saints it's like why not if, if he was going to come back for that cheap but like you're not even like putting yourself out there for a flyer yeah it's really bad yeah you, he could have been the guy in arizona till kyler got healthy he could have been what darnold got in san francisco it's just it's like oh, James. i get it like like you want to put yourself in this in this situation but like being a backup for anything somewhere else, like that, this you you went back to the team you have no chance to start on, right? For really low money too. So it's like, 
Yeah, it's, it was. It's a really bad idea. I don't get why he did it. It's lame. It's, it's just lame. All right. Is there any other deal you guys want to hit on? No, I think we covered pretty much everything. Well, I, I, I think ones. this year was not as crazy as last year because, like, the crazy money wasn't really flying around as much as far as, like, the receivers. Like, everything mm. was kind of in line with expectations. And, like, I mean, the Hargrave signing was huge for San Fran. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Edmonds to the Bears is big. But after that, I mean, I mean, a lot of like guard money going around, like Ben Powers, the Broncos, like, like a lot of teams were 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 pretty active, and other ones were just not really at all. I don't. I just want to say I don't understand why Orlando Brown Jr. went to the Bengals on a cheaper deal than to the Chiefs. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. That's it's a, a very one. odd. Like they would have paid him like 133 million, but he said he goes to the Bengals for 70. It's like what? Yeah. Hey man, that's a huge gift for the Bengals. It is a huge gift for the Bengals. No, that that, uh, and then really quick, Jalen Ram, the Jalen Ramsey deal. That's a huge deal as well. Oh, just lopsided trade of any of this because just because yeah, yeah, really lopsided. The highway robbery by the Dolphins. I'm trying to figure out what the Rams are doing, but I have no idea. I don't know. They, they won a Super Bowl. They were terrible last year. Now everything for me is up in the air. Yeah, it's like, what are you? It's kind of like they're going to do all that. Like they're going to like dump Ramsey because of money purposes, but then tomorrow they're going to trade for Hopkins. Like it's just yeah, like <laughs> exactly. They're going to find someone else that they're yeah. just going to go. Oh, that's the that's our okay. guy. Twenty twenty eight first round pick to waste. Like. <laughs> <laughs> The, the F them pick motto continues, even though they get a third round pick out of that deal. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right. Those are the big deals we've got covered. So, Noah. All right. So, we're going to continue from what we did in the previous episode. Uh, last episode, I had a quiz for the guys. I wanted them to name me the who had the most passing yards in a single season for every NFL franchise. Mm-hmm. Now we're switching over to running backs now. So we're just going to go, like I said, go through every team and you got to tell me who has the most rushing yards in one season for that team. Now I'm not counting the career. I'm just saying, if you took every single season of this team's existence, who has the most rushing yards in one season for this team? All right. Okay. So here we go. Up first, we've got Arizona. Just rushing yards in a season for the Cardinals. Yeah, let's say just write it down, and then we'll we'll go through in a couple seconds. Ooh. Or think about which one you want. All right. all right, I'm good. All right, we all good. All right, Mike's what? Mike, what's your guess? I put Kyler Murray. <laughs> no. Adam. I put David Johnson. Tom? David Johnson. It is Otis Anderson. Yeah, oh. I didn't think I was getting that. For the 1979 St. Louis Cardinals, he won Offensive Rookie of the Year, putting up 1,605 yards. All right. Atlanta Falcons. Ooh. To, to, to reiterate, this is most rushing yards, correct? Most rushing yards. 
Shout out to yardbreaker.com for putting this list together like they did the passing ones as well. I got I got a guess. Okay. Tom, what's your guess? Um oh boy. Um wait, what team are we even on? Falcons. <laughs> oh, Michael Vick. <laughs> Adam. I put Jamal Anderson. Mike. Oh, I forgot. I put Jamal Anderson. Mike and Adam are correct. It's Jamal Anderson. Oh, I'm in trouble. Uh, 1998, <laughs> 1998, Anderson rushed for 1,846 yards. Baltimore Ravens. Got it. I think. Yeah. Let's not Mike. go down a path with one name. <laughs> All right, Mike. Uh, I was torn on two. But the Mike Vick thing earlier threw me off. I went Jamal <laughs> Lewis. Okay, Tom? I'll go Jamal Lewis. Adam? I went Jamal Lewis because I'm not going to bring up a name that rhymes with Greg Geis. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about him. <laughs> I think it, is, it is Jamal Lewis. Dang. Jamal oh. Lewis in 2003 rushed for 2,066 yards. Buffalo Bills. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, this is a choice of theory. <laughs> no, that thing is more than you think, honestly. I was My mind went, we were just talking about people we didn't want to bring up. All right, Adam. <laughs> I'm going Thurman. Tom. OJ. Mike. I want Thurman. It is OJ Simpson. Is it? Yeah, because... Yeah. OJ OJ ran for 2,000 yards in a 14-game season. It's pretty crazy. He rushed in 14 Ooh. games. I he thought rushed we for two, in, in, 19, in 1973, books. he rushed for uh, 2,003 yards in 14 games, which, if you average it, is 143 yards per game. Ooh, picked, that's nuts. I picked Thurman because he won MVP, though. Yeah, but Ooh. no, he did not get as many. I, I picked as, Thurman for other reasons. All right. <laughs> Out of the controversial people, Carolina Panthers. Should be easy, right? I don't know, actually. This one's hard. Is it? Is it, though? Seems easy. Uh, I'm probably going to eat those words. All right, Tom? Uh, Christian McCaffrey. Adam? I put McCaffrey, too, but I don't trust it. Mike? I'm going to say McCaffrey, but I do have a secondary option where I put down D'Angelo Williams, but I don't believe either one. Mike, you would have gotten it with D'Angelo Williams. I was going to put him, but then I was like McCaffrey, but McCaffrey actually has so many receiving yards out of it. It's all about receiving but Uh, in in 2008, D'Angelo Williams rushed for 15-15 yards, led the NFL with 18 rushing touchdowns. I really almost did it, too, but I I trust it. Chicago Bears. Only, I think there's, well, actually, there's like four guys for this. Yeah, uh, this is tough, actually. All right. Mike? I want Walter Payton. Tom? Walter Payton. Adam? I want Payton, too, but it could be two other guys. You're all correct. It's Walter Payton. I thought there's a chance it could have been Gale Sayers and there's a chance it could have been Forte. Yeah, no, they it were. was it was uh Walter Payton 
1977, he rushed for 1,852 yards. Oh, that's good. Sweetness. Um, <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals. Oh. I will say this is the lowest number on all of, on the entire list. <laughs> Go on. I'm going random guess on this one because I think right. it's going to Adam. I'm going Corey Dillon. Tom. Joe Mixon. Mike. Billy White Shoes Johnson. You're all wrong. It's Rudy Johnson. I thought about him. Rudy. Too. Rudy. In 2005, Rudy, Rudy Johnson had 1,458 yards. Ben Jarvis Greenhouse. Take that, Carson Palmer. <laughs> Cleveland Browns. Okay, we're going to go. We're going to start with Tom. Jim Brown. Mike. Jim Brown. Adam. You all are correct. It is Jim Brown. In a 14-game season, Brown rushed for 1,863 yards in 1963. Just insane how good that man was. Yeah. All right. My Dallas Cowboys. Ooh. All right, this has got to be the easiest one, right? You would think. It's probably not going to be it. It's <laughs> because I said that. Oh, but I'm Emmett Smith. Tom. Emmett Smith. Yeah. Adam. Emmett Smith. It was broken in 2014. It was DeMarco Murray. Oh, come on. That's a trick question. And, and then he signed with Philly and did yeah. nothing. Murray <laughs> Murray had the one outlier for Emmett's, between him and Emmett Smith. He had 1,845 yards in 2014. I do remember that season. That yeah. was oh, amazing. I remember that season greatly. It was amazing. It was great. It, it, then the playoffs I remember watching happened. a video of uh, the best top – 10 rushing seasons in 2010s, and he was number two. Who was number right. one, Adrian Peterson? Denver Broncos. I was writing for another T. Oh, wait. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. I just, I'm second guessing my guess. Five, four, three. Do 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 Adam, do you have a guess? Yeah, I got it. All right. Well we'll we'll start with Mike. Terrell Davis. Tom. Terrell Davis. Adam. I'm gonna mix it up. I'm gonna because you guys said him, I'm gonna go with Floyd Little. Oh, it's, it's Terrell Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Terrell Davis right. in 1998 won MVP, rushing for 2,008 yards. I was I was trying to be sneaky because I thought, I knew you guys were going to take Terrell Davis. I got to get one ahead. All right, <laughs> Detroit Lions. Oh, Ooh, this is the this is who I was writing for before. If this right. isn't who I is, it I'm turning off my computer. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> if this uh, Barry Sanders, Mike, Barry Sanders, Adam, Barry, Barry, it is Barry <laughs> Sanders. Oh, thank um, God. Uh, he rushed for 2,053 yards in the 1997 season. Green Bay Packers. Oh, interesting one. Yeah. <laughs> It's a quarterback team, not a running back team. Yeah, it's interesting because I have no clue. <laughs> All right. We're going to start with Adam. 
uh, I'm going to go old school with Amon Green. Tom? Uh, AJ Dillon. <laughs> oh. Mike? Amon Green. It is Amon Green. Two, uh, oh, yeah, 1,883 was... yards in 2003. Houston Texans. Good old the newest forgot, franchise in the NFL. Forgot that guy's name that, that was there forever. And I'm about to think of it now. Better <laughs> oh, think of it quick. I was say, you gotta remember his name. I'm trying. I'm trying. He played for the Dolphins for a minute afterwards. <laughs> okay, Adam, I'm just gonna give you a little hint here. If you get his name, you are correct. <laughs> yeah, I know his name. <laughs> Mike, I it's something really easy, too. It is kind it of easy. It really is. It's like Johnson or Jackson or something that's, like, really, really easy. Uh, okay, I'll give you a little hint, Adam. When um, he his name – he has the same first name as a coach's last name. First name as a coach's – As a legendary coach's last you name. probably had him in fantasy a few years ago. You definitely had him in fantasy a few years ago. Hmm. There's also give, I can't give Adam points if he can't remember his name. Hang on. Thank you. All right, I'll give you like 10 more seconds. Think about um, like children when they don't have parents. Okay. I, I wasn't going to go there, Tom. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. I got it. All right, Adam, what is it? <laughs> Whoa. Tom? I'm just trying to get my hands. Well, what oh, is it, me? Tom? Oh, Arian Foster? Mike? <laughs> Foster. <laughs> yes, it is Arian Foster. He had 1,616 yards uh, in 2009. It just played Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> this one's tough. They've had a lot of legendary running backs in Indy. I'm going to go with the random one, though. Boy. All right. I'm going to start with Tom. I'm going with Jonathan Taylor. Adam? I went Joseph Adai. Mike? Tom got me thinking about Jonathan Taylor from two years ago, but I'm going to go Edger and James. Tom was right. It was Jonathan Taylor from two years ago. 1,811 yards in 2021. Yeah. Everyone... Drafted him first overall, and then he wasn't as good. Yeah, seriously. Never again. Yeah. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, I mean, it's pretty. Oh, much I think I know. It's one of two. I think it's one of two too. Flash well, gonna be like Fournette. <laughs> oh, why did you have to bring that? That is over? that is how some of the the quarterbacks one went. It was like, oh, it's just this guy. Yeah. It was Bortles. This one was Bortles. So we did the quarterback one. Well, no, it's still, but still, the most random one was the Niners as Jeff Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? All right, Mike, who did you pick? I went Maurice Jones Drew. Tom? MJD. Adam? Yeah, I went MJD. It is MJD. Maurice okay, Jones cool. Drew. I, I thought it was uh, him or Fred Taylor. 2011, he notched 1,606 yards. Kansas City Chiefs. Oof. Oh, wait a minute. 
I got it. <laughs> yeah, I think I got this one. This one could be like, well, it's probably going to be this guy. All right. It. Well, Adam, who is that guy? Mal Charles. Tom? You just shocked my mind. I forgot about him. Uh, Priest Holmes. T- uh, Mike? I went with Tom Priest Holmes. Is Larry Johnson. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's come on. I have a Larry Johnson jersey somewhere. Yeah, I'll have to 1,789 yards in 2006. Las Vegas Raiders. All right, we're going to go ahead and start with Mike. Single season rushing Raiders. I'll go Josh Jacobs. Tom? I'm going to take Josh Jacobs also. Adam? I'm going to pick Bo Jackson. It is Marcus Allen. Oh, Oh, really? Yeah, Marcus Allen. You said Vegas. That's why I thought of Josh Jacobs. You didn't (laughs) say Vegas of Oakland. Well, I was counting the Raiders. Yes, that is why I did. Um, I said him too. 1,759 yards in 1983, and he won MVP. Or 1985, excuse me, he won MVP. Led the Raiders to a Super Bowl. Get him mixed up because I know he played the Chiefs for one year, but I always in my head he played for the Chiefs and then a little bit of the Raiders. But it's the yeah, other no, way. He, played, he was he was really good for the Raiders. Yeah. All right. I'm just gonna say it. This is probably the easiest one. Los Angeles Chargers. Oh L- come on. LT. Yeah. LT. All right, you all Mike. <laughs> Sorry, it's LT. I don't know. Yeah, it, is, it is LaDami Tomlinson because it is the most rushing yards in a season. He rushed for or no, he didn't rush for the most rushing yards. He had the most scrimmage yards. That's what it was. Uh-huh. Um, eighteen hundred and fifteen yards in two thousand and six. Obviously, the MVP season. Los Angeles Rams. Um, right, Adam. Yeah, I'm going to go Marshall Falk. Tom. Eric Dickerson. Mike? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah, he has the record. <laughs> I'm going to go with Tom and Eric Dickerson. It is Eric Dickerson. Yeah, I, I blanked on that. I, yeah, yeah, this is the most rushing yards in a season. 2,105 yeah. yards in 1984. Yeah, I didn't even think of him. I was I was, I was actually <laughs> going to say um, when, uh, when the bus played for them for a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mike, it's your Miami Dolphins. Oh boy! So well, should we not let him go first thing? Because he probably knows the answer. I actually don't know. <laughs> I don't either. This All right, we're gonna. I have no clue. Like I'm, I'm beyond. <laughs> I have an idea, but it might be a joke. You guys might laugh. Let's see if he knows, Mike. I'm going Ricky Williams. Tom. That was my idea. Ricky Williams had a great year somewhere in there. Adam, the only one I was going to say it was either I'll go with him, but I was like, I was like, did Reggie Bush have a good year one time? Like, <laughs> you all got it. It is Ricky Williams? Yeah. Uh, he rushed for eighteen hundred and fifty-three yards for in two thousand and two. Josh Gordon before Josh Gordon was a thing. Minnesota Vikings. I think this is this should be easy. Oh, this actually is the easiest. Yeah. You guys yeah. also want to say it? Peterson. AP. AP. 
It is both just two letters. It It is Adrian Peterson, obviously, with 2,097 yards in his MVP season in 2012. New England Patriots. Oh, this is impossible. <laughs> now, this is actually a harder one. This, this is I, actually I, expert mode. Yeah, I got a guess. That's, I think, pretty good. Mike? I have no idea. I, I'm just going to throw a random one out there. Curtis Martin. Yeah, that's that's Tom, exactly. I'm going to go with Legrette Blunt. Okay, and Adam? <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going with uh, Curtis too. It's actually Corey Dillon. Okay, because I picked oh. him. I want to double dip because I In did that. Two, 2004, he rushed for 1,635 yards with the Patriots on their that way to the Super Bowl. Just okay. I'm, I'm, I, New Orleans Saints. Are you laughing because this uh, one's like, like it's going to be something really random? I was going to say, if any of you get this, I'm going to be astonished. Okay. Well, I'm going to. Most random one I can think of. I'm giving yeah, it away. Gonna say- All right. Mike, what's your guess? Well, initially I was going to go Kamara, but you just made it obvious that it might not be it. So I'm going Deuce McAllister. <laughs> Deuce McAllister <laughs> because of how he laughed. <laughs> All right. So you're both going to Deuce Tom, what are you going with? I was going to say Alvin Kamara. Now I'm scared. So give me Reggie Bush. <laughs> it's George Rogers. Oh. I don't know who this guy is. He won the Heisman in 1980 and then was the first overall pick in the 1981 draft. Oh, good. He won Rookie of the Year in 1981, rushing for 1,674 yards with the Saints. He oh, then yeah. lit. Here's why we don't hear about him. In 1982, he checked in for cocaine addiction. Oh, not good. <laughs> he, had one, were- <laughs> he had a one-year career, but he rushed for the most yards for the New Orleans Saints in that one year. Oh, my God. I just want to know if it has it. Who is second? Who is second? Hold on, I can I can look. It's gonna be like Ricky Williams. Watch. <laughs> oh my god, man! You got some time. Let me let me check here really quick. Um, uh, who has the most rushing yards in his season for the New Orleans Saints? Um, so number two and three are both Deuce, Deuce McAllister. We got robbed in so, 2000. So we couldn't get it right, but he's two and the guy we pick is two and three. Yeah, two yeah. and three. 2002 and 2003 rushed for 1388 and then 1644. It's because Aaron Brooks was his quarterback. Wow, Alvin Kamara is is like <laughs> is like 15th on that list. Wow. Well, he's all he's all screen game too. Yeah, he's all screen game and. Take a pass. Yeah, that one. I just love that career. You had one career, but you rushed for the most rushing yards for the Saints ever. Yeah, rookie of the year. You were offensive rookie of the year. Like, wow, what a one year career. New York Giants. All right, we're going to start with Mike. Uh, Tiki Barber. Tom. Tiki Barber. Adam. Tiki. It is good old Tiki Barber. Uh, in his, actually, in his swan song, 2005, he rushed for 1,860 yards. I always, th- I always forget. I always thought he was on that first Super Bowl winning team with the Giants, but I always forget he wasn't. Retired. He retired That's after that 2005 season. Seven years in or something, less, or maybe even less than that. Yeah, he retired when he was still healthy. Yeah. New York Jets, Tom. It's your New York Jets. Ooh. I do know this one. 
<laughs> All right. Well, why don't you start us off? Curtis Martin. Excellent. Mike. Curtis Martin. Adam. Curtis Martin. You finally got it, Adam. It's Curtis Martin. <laughs> uh, 2000, uh, 2004, uh, four, Martin Rush, yeah. 1,697 yards. The yeah. Eagles. Also, shout out to Curtis Martin, Hall of Famer. Yep. Yeah, really good. All right, Mike. What? Eagles. Eagles. Oh, Eagles. Oh, boy. I'm going to go Brian Westbrook. Yeah. Mike's okay. reading. The right was going Westbrook. So, too. so you went Westbrook, Adam? Yep. Okay, Tom. Uh, I'll go Westbrook. Adam, it's Shifty McCoy. Oh, oh, duh. Why did you guys? I was thinking of him. It was Sean McCoy. Myself. Yeah, I didn't even think of him. I was thinking like like the the, the the two Super Bowl runs. I thought of that one, and then I was like, well. Yeah. No, it's Sean McCoy. And then he got traded for Kiko Alonso straight up. Yeah. yeah. He, so in uh, 2013, uh, McCoy rushed for 1,607 yards for the Eagles. Oh, speaking of speaking of the Eagles running backs, real quick, I, I, I read something the other day that like hit me, and I was like, oh, really? And I'm do you guys remember Jay Ajayi was the Eagles' second running back on that Super Yeah, Bowl. After, like, after, yeah, it was just crazy. Then he fell off the face of the earth after. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird. Yeah. All right, we've got six left. Pittsburgh Steelers. Or one, two, three. Ooh. Pittsburgh Steelers. Some good options start, here. We'll start good with friend. Adam. This could be a lot of people. I'm going to go Bettis. Tom. Jerome Bettis. Mike? Bettis. It's another one you never would have heard of. It's Barry Foster. Yeah. Foster in 1990. Foster played five seasons in the NFL, uh, but in 1992, he rushed for 1,690 yards. Seattle Seahawks. This has got to be easy, right? There's two actually good options, but I'm still going with the first. Good options. All right. Mike? I want Sean Alexander. Tom? Sean Alexander. Adam? Yeah, I like Sean Alexander. It is Sean Alexander. Oh, my God. I was waiting for it to be no, it's Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> uh, 2005, he won MVP, and he rushed for 1,880 yards. Niners? Oh. Oh. Another one. Oh, I think I got it. Blanking on the name. I know it though. Oh come on, you can't blank on him. Oh right. yeah. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah. A I'm, lot I'm, of names here. I'm really blanking on the name that I would pick, so I'm gonna pick somebody else. <laughs> All right, Adam, who are you going with? I'm I'll I'll go with Gore, but I I don't think it's him. I think it's the guy from the eighties, but I can't think of his name. Tom. Yeah, I was gonna pick Frank Gore. All right, Mike. The name, Adam, you were thinking of is Roger Craig. Yeah, I couldn't. Can you go with Roger Craig, Mike? No, I want Frank Gore. You're all correct. (laughs) It is Frank Gore. Yay. Uh, He finished with, in 2006, he had 1,695 yards, which is the all-time record for the night. He's also the reason the Jets don't have Trevor Lawrence. (laughs) Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I'm good. All right. We'll start with Tom. I'm drawing a major blank. Um, no idea. Um, 
Leonard Fournette. <laughs> Adam? I went work done. Uh, Mike? I went work done. His name is James Wilder. He was the he was the lead back throughout yeah. the entirety of the 80s. Yeah, he, he actually for the Bengals and stuff. His son was on the Bills recently. Yeah. Because yeah. he because so what happened was he was on that team in the 80s that were so terrible, but he was actually a con so he was pretty damn good. He had in 1984, he had 1544 yards. Like I said, he still holds the um uh record for most rushing yards with the Buccaneers, period. Hmm. So that's why he just never gets remembered. He was on that terrible 80s team, but he was like kind of one of their. So we got what? Two left? Two left. We're going to Tennessee Titans. Now, again, all these teams, I think this history. one's pretty easy. This, and this, just count the Oilers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> now you just complicated it. It's, well, yeah, of course. It counts all of their history. It's trickier than you think. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the obvious answer, but. All right, Mike. I put Derrick Henry. Tom. Derrick Henry. Adam. I went Henry, but it could have been any of those two. It could have been Earl Campbell, too. Well, it is Derrick Henry, though. Thank 2020, you. he rushed for 2,027 yards. 2020, the COVID year. The Washington Commanders slash football team slash Redskins. It's fitting that this team goes last. Yes. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go with Tom first. And then I'm oh, drawing. Come on, not me. I have no idea. Um, who they even they even had? Uh, <laughs> Alfred Morris. <laughs> Adam. I'm drawing a blank on his name, but the I, it's hang on, Clinton Portis. That's it. Oh, that's a good pick, Mike. Yeah. I want John Riggins. Tom shot in the dark word. It's Alfred Morris. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Alfred Morris in 2000. And uh, we forget how good his season was in 2000. I believe this was 2012. He was seriously just like the only name in my head that I could think of yeah. when I heard Washington Two, running back. 2012, he rushed for 1,613 yards. Clinton Portis is like borderline Hall of Fame potential. Yeah, well, how is it not Clinton Portis? I couldn't think of his name, but if I remember Alfred Morris, dude, was pretty good in, even in his heyday. Like, he was pretty good. He stuck uh, around for a bit. So that is got, all the rushing leaders for every single NFL team. We'll have to do receiving yards at some point. I got exactly half. I got 16. I believe you won this one, Adam. I don't think so. I thought those guys won because I was always, like, picking the same as Mike. <laughs> well, we'll have to go back and see who got. It, either so, way, it was close. Nine, I think. Close. 10, he was 11, 12, 13. <laughs> I, I'm with Adam. I split. I actually did not keep track this time. So um, I don't think as many as them. But, uh, I, I, I kept track for me. I think <laughs> I think Adam and Tom, Adam and Mike are actually going to split this one. Oh <laughs> man! All right. So we'll have to do receivers at some point during the off season, but. That'll do it for this edition of the Wishbone Shotgun Podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network. Check out the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Check out the website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com. Hey, blogs, vlogs, plane streams, and automobiles. Noah Tremblay, Tom Russo, Adam Reader, I'm Mike Griffin. Thank you for listening to the Wishbone Shotgun Podcast. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.